welcome back to the Tabletop Tavern. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Jenny. I will be your dungeon master for this campaign. Uh, before we get into to what's going on, what's happening up in... I wanted to say this bitch, it feels weirdly informal. Uh, I'll go ahead and let my players introduce themselves, starting with the lovely, the effervescent, the beautiful Victoria Shaz. Hello, everyone. My name is Victoria, and I play Leon LaBelle. Hi, everyone. My name is Ryan, and I play Galen Wayfair. Hi, guys. I'm Doe, or Doe Deer, and I play Chris Littlefoot. Hi, friends. I'm Pippin, and I play Ariadne and Kailta. Uh, and in case, you know, you weren't around last episode, it's been a week, two weeks, actually. Uh, you might not remember where we left off. So, uh, let me, let me just refresh what episode, what, what episode, what happened <laughs> last episode, episode 12, uh, last episode on the tabletop tavern, our heroes, such as they are, found themselves on a ship bound for the volcano known as Hell's Portal, helmed by Galen Wavefair, finding themselves in a strange and flat expanse of sea, and with their druid companion, Gris Littlefoot, laid up with seasickness, the party chose to head to the beckoning shores of an unknown island. The island's occupants, all ethereal, beautiful young women, welcomed them with warmth and hospitality, and their leader, Cirisea, offered the party some of the most delicious food they'd ever tasted. That night, as the party slept, their dreams were haunted by the flocks of songbirds that seemed to call the island home, and Leon, rising first, found her companions in the midst of an upsetting transformation, one from which she and Gris appeared to have been spared. Our story picks up uh, right at this moment. The sun is beginning to rise. Dawn light filters through the windows of the beach hut, illuminating the colorful feathers sprouting along Ariadne and Galen's sleeping forms. Uh, Gris is now in the bed across from you, Leon, and she stirs gently in her sleep. If the scenario weren't so deeply wrong and viscerally upsetting, uh, the quiet stillness of the room would feel almost comforting. The door closes, the woman who, who brought Gris in, presumably from the ship, uh, has left, and, um, you are really the only person awake. Outside, you can hear the gentle, almost melodic sound of women's voices murmuring. This is a first. <laughs> I don't think Leon's ever been awake before everybody else <laughs> at all. No. Like, she is always like, hard in the paint, it's time to sleep. Okay, <laughs> so I think she's gonna wanna wake everyone up. Um, so I, I guess she would go and, um, kind of gently stir, um, I would say Gris first because Gris is right there. Um, so I would say Leon kind of wakes, uh, walks, she kind of gets out of bed gingerly, trying not like to make too much noise because she doesn't want everyone to know that she's awake, but she's also Leon. So she's not particularly ginger about anything. Um, I would say she walks towards uh, Gris's bed and like lays her hand on Gris's shoulder and like gently shakes her. He's like, Gris. Leon? Gris, hi, how are you feeling? Um, a little groggy, but I guess better? Where are we? 
And Gris kind of just looks around like a little out of it. Leon kind of puts her hands together and says, I'm going to wake up the others. And then I'm going to tell you everything that happened. Okay? Gris just kind of grunts and nods in agreement as she sort of slowly sits up from bed. Uh, so who is the closest to Leon from Gris's bed? That would be... Uh, so Ariadne is going to be on your right and Galen is going to be on your left. Both kind of equidistant behind okay. you. Okay. Uh, Leon is going to go to her left and she's going to walk up to Galen's body. And she's going to once again do exactly what she did with Gris. Um, and she's going to gently place her hand on Galen's shoulder and uh, kind of shake him awake. But while she's doing that, um, can I roll um, can I roll an Arcana check on yes, the can. feathers? Yeah, you can. So, uh, do I have to roll with what you told me last week? Still? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. So that was an uh, 7 plus 5. 12. 12. That's what that math is. <laughs> okay, so you can't tell what exactly is going on with the feathers. You okay. can tell that they are definitely magic in origin. You actually go so far as to, as you are shaking Galen awake, you pluck one of the feathers, and uh, as you remove it, another one grows and takes its place right before your eyes. Mm. Um, so definitely magic. You're really unfamiliar with whatever kind of magic this is. It feels almost right. sort of wild, untamed, um, almost primordial in its in its source. Uh, so you, okay. you really, you've never seen anything like this before. However, you do notice that the feathers growing from him seem to resemble um, some of, uh, of the birds that you've seen around the island. So Gris is kind of sitting up now. I'm assuming she notices this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, like, okay. There's feathers growing out of your companion's faces and arms. Gris just kind of looks at Galen and then looks to where Ari's laying and then kind of looks at Leon and says, what happened? Leon is like, let me just wake up Ari, and then we're going to figure this out, okay? We're going to figure it out. And kind of, um, did the shaking of, of Galen wake him up? Galen, did that wake you up? <clears throat> um, what? Get Hello? Get up, Galen. <laughs> Leon says as she kind of walks towards Ari's bed. <sighs> Galen kind of sits up and moves his legs over to the side of the bed and puts his feet on the ground and his like elbows on his knees kind of just like sits there Gris kind of stares Leon. at him <laughs> you have feathers bro <laughs> did you notice that you have feathers Galen Leon is like okay we're gonna okay. just <laughs> I don't know Galen, we're gonna address how, that in a second how awake are you I'm he's like super groggy he's like just woke up there's no way he's gonna <laughs> notice okay. anything yet. you haven't okay. noticed your feathers go on leon. <laughs> leon casts message really quick to gris and says i just want to ease them into it i'm freaking out too just just bring it chill okay we're gonna figure this out i was sick and now my friends have feathers <laughs> Uh, so Leon walks over to Ari's bed and kind of gently shakes Ari's arm as well. They well, um, um, mumble unintelligibly. <laughs> Ari, I need you to sit up, okay? Can you sit up for me? I 
can. Please, and thank you. Gris is here. I don't, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, question for you, Jenny. Answer for you, Victoria. <laughs> so, Leon is obviously a prima donna. Um, very important is her looks. I would, I would say that she has a pocket mirror in her bag. Yeah, she's yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah, you, you've got a it. Uh, it belonged to your mother as a young woman. It's got a mother oh, of pearl handle. It's it's actually like a like a small mirror. Oh. Um, <gasps> you carry it in your bag. Uh, it's made out of silver with a with a mother of pearl handle. And uh, you actually every night before you go to bed, um, spend a few minutes just sort of cleaning off the surface of it to make sure that every reflection Ooh. you see within it is crystal clear and as accurate to life as possible. I'm sorry, did our DM just come up with this on the spot? Because <laughs> I love it. It's perfect. It's everything. Um, so where so I want Leon to kind of stand where she would be looking at all three of them. So they sort of form a triangle. You could stand in the middle, but you wouldn't really face all of them. So you sort of take a few steps back um, so that your back is almost pressed against the door to the hut so that you can kind of see the entirety of your party. Okay. Um, Leona's going to place her hands together and be like, Ari, I know you're still laying. Can you hear me? This is important. I, I answered your question, didn't I? And I like open one eye and look up at her. Gris, Ari. I think Gris kind of scuttles a little closer to, to Ari's bedside. Ari doesn't sleep. They don't sleep. They're not used to it. <laughs> I know that. that so Gris is like, kind of like, did you sleep last night? I think so. Ariadne, I thought you... At this, I like prop myself up on my elbows. Just meditated. Yeah. Um... And then prop myself up. And upon propping myself up on my elbows looking up at Gris, I imagine I see the feathers. You do, yes. Uh, upon seeing this, <laughs> look like between myself, like breath hitched for a moment. And then I like look back at Leon and I'm like, how much did I drink? <laughs> Leon is like, not nearly as much as you usually do, actually, Ari. <laughs> um, and she, Leon kind of flips her mirror around and shows it to Galen and is like, you two grew feathers overnight. So while Leon says this, Galen's sort of like running his fingers through his hair and like, like adjusting his face, wiping the sleep out of his eyes. And then I imagine his hand like brushes against a feather. <laughs> And then as he's as he hears Leon says that he just like looks up like uh and then plucks it from his face and is like Well that's new. Yeah. And I've There's no I've, sense plucking them. Yeah. They're gonna grow back. I've sat up at uh, this point and I'm just like uh while he's doing that I go because the last thing I remember at this point is that you're saying uh you grew feathers overnight and I'm like on purpose and i'm like trying to shake them off <laughs> um god leona's like i'm gonna go out on a limb here and i'm gonna say you didn't do it deliberately um i don't know there are a lot Leon of things i don't do like, deliberately i uh, really don't think you want this one um 
Chris is just shocked. Is... Like she's got no response, has no idea what's going on. Like jaw floor, <laughs> eyes on so... friends. Sounds <laughs> um, like. So I did just kind of take a look and a quick check at uh, like you know, this is magic. I don't, I can't tell you what kind of magic it is. And she's like holding the feather that she plucked from um, Galen's face in one hand and the mirror in the other, like facing towards Galen so he can look at himself if he wants to. And uh, she's like, it grew back as soon as I plucked it. It's, it's some sort of magic and it matches the feathers of the birds. The birds? On the island? Chris. On the island? We should fill you in. Uh, so you got sick, right? So sorry. And I'm, you know what? I am overjoyed that you're feeling better. We came to a bit of a crossroads yesterday where there was some very creepily still water. And we didn't really know whether or not it was a good idea to cross it because I could sense a lot of life. And I was a bit afraid that it was something quite large. Um, we're not really going to get into how I can sense life right now. I'll fill you in on that a little later. But um, we decided to come to the island, maybe to, you know, get you some help. And then um, there was a like very- Galen threw overboard. Galen threw Ari overboard. That did not, happen. You not, threw Ari Adney overboard? I think it was an accident. I'm pretty not, sure it was an accident. Not on purpose. Not yeah. on purpose. Ari, are you okay? Not on purpose. So, um, so Leon's kind of like word vomiting, like, so, you know, we came onto the island and then there was a very charming woman and I had a bad feeling, but also she was very charming. And then, um, we all ate, uh, fell asleep and now we're here. So you just, and they, they have feathers. Yeah. And no, and I pipe up cause I go, weren't you going to tell us about the birds? There are birds. Cause we didn't, I, I, I didn't, I remember I didn't notice these. So I believe it's just Leon and Galen who notice birds. Leon was like, "Yeah." So I'm just saying, like, this birds. is also new to me. I'm just like, "Yeah." yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I go just like, yeah, "Last I mean, time I checked, birds weren't contagious." <laughs> Did you touch? Uh, the that's birds? my concern. I didn't know there were birds, Chris. Did you eat the birds? <laughs> I'm a bit worried that. I they're turning people into birds friends i'm a bit i'm a bit worried that they're turning so, people into birds okay, so who are these so people? we need to go you said pretty lady it's a lot of beautiful women it's going up very pretty beautiful women with a very uncomfortably calm aura <laughs> and i just go like even if, i don't know if i'm still under the charm but i just go i think they were just being hospitable I don't think that's the case, Ari. We've grown feathers. <laughs> Can Gris do like yeah. a like a medicine check or something to see if this is anything she can, you can help do with? An arcana check. An arcana check. Yo, that's not helpful, but I'll do it anyways. <laughs> Roll um, with advantage. Oh, I would like Leon while Gris is doing this to walk over and to hand Gris the feather and be like, "Can you make any sense of this?" So fourteen. All right, Gris, so you take the feather from Leon and you're sort of examining it. You're holding it up to the light. You actually go so far as to put it on your tongue and sort of taste it. Um, 
And there's a couple things you get from this. First of all, these are not birds that you're familiar with. You've seen a lot of birds, actually. Uh, you know, you grew up in the forest. You certainly like to imagine that you've seen more than Leon, who's probably familiar with city birds, like mm-hmm. pigeons birds. and strumpets. And so you <laughs> sort of, uh, you know, you're you're very familiar with birds. These are not any type of feather you've seen before. However, they have a deep magical energy. Uh, when you put the feather on your tongue, it, it almost feels like it shocks you. Mm. Um, but the shock of it is invigorating. It's feel, It fills you with almost a youthful jubilance. A spring in your step. Uh, all the same, regardless of these sort of invigorating effects, it also strikes you as deeply evil, and you drop the feather as if it's burnt you. Oh, I, I don't know a lot about this, but this is no ordinary feather, and yeah. it's not good. I know. We need to go. Um, I'm just worried if we go, we won't be able to fix this. This is nothing I've ever seen. I don't. I can't fix this. I can't heal them. What if they just turn into birds? What if it's that the island? What if it's the island? No, I didn't start and go with Gail. Like the island, but you I ate wouldn't... something and you drank something. Sorry, Galen. What did you that say that put us to that Ari agreed with? Yeah, I said that would not be ideal. <laughs> yeah, I just like I yeah. said I I pointed and nodded. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't think I'd like that very much. <laughs> I when and I. Never <laughs> mind. It's fine. Ari, go for it. Oh, go for oh it. I was just going to say, I while they're discussing, I just look down and consider, this isn't out loud, but I'd like all of you to know that they're considering the lack of opposable thumbs and what that would mean for their ability to hold uh, uh, containers of liquid. <laughs> so Leon pauses for a moment and says, it's specific though, it's, it's specific to Galen and Ari. Because I ate and drank the same things that the two of them did. I'm fine. And there's only women on this island. And Leon's kind of looking around, hoping everyone kind of puts two and two together. Chris kind of like has a moment and she kind of looks at Ariadne and then looks at Galen and is like, No, Ari's just staring at Leon like, Were you going to finish the sentence? Chris is like, yeah, maybe we should go. I don't think they're going to help us. And hopefully someone somewhere can help us. It seems like it's magic. Hopefully someone who knows magic can do it. Because uh, we got we to gotta get moving. This is not. <laughs> I mean, should I? Should we ask them? I feel like if we say, hey, our friends are hurt. <laughs> remove the feathers from my friends. They're probably uh, going to be like, No. She also made comments um, about people staying. Staying? Specific kind of people. And so I, I think just, she was I, referencing women. So I, I think she wants, I think to, she wants to turn our friends into birds and then maybe us just live on island women which i don't i've got we've got other things to do i've got a a a, a destiny to, to go to and gris uh, gris kind of like scratches her head and is like so other things that have happened had dreams about reese very troublesome very concerning need to get to reese asap um not what? staying on this island we got to yeah move. i don't know about you but I would like to leave with as many feathers as I arrived. 
So none. So none. <laughs> yes. Love that me. would be ideal. Yes. Do you trust these yeah, people? I agree. No. So no. We should just not even remotely. What of Leon was... kind of makes eye contact with Galen when they both say no, and is like, "We're on the same page here." I'm confused because I'm like, "No, but I did last night." I so there's uh so hmm, last night uh in my dreams I saw several birds uh some of they felt familiar to me okay. uh. One of them was pink, um, and they said that I needed to leave. Um, so if I'm having dreams about birds telling me to leave, I think we should leave. Also, <laughs> one of them became super aggressive. One of the women became super aggressive towards me, like trying to get me to eat, know almost arguing no, that, with me well that's not very nice at all my dream was quite pleasant i think the best i think what we need to do is we need to try and avoid eye contact well that was what i was just going to ask how can we stop the what happened to all of us yesterday except for you gris but you were asleep so less of a concern <laughs> Um, I am half elf, and uh, I'm not supposed to be able to be influenced like that. Influenced, and I was. Wait, you're saying that these? It was. Yeah, I turned to Grace and go charmed. Where you're not meant to. Yeah. Island of women, charmed you. Um, is there any? Are there any ways out? Of this room, I'm just like I want to look or just look around the room. There are ways. Is it just yeah, how we came in? As well. Yeah. Can we can we get some perception checks? Yo, we can do that. Also, I have yeah. a question for the DM while we roll these perception checks. Answer for the One, player while you four. roll the perception checks. So, if I were to mayhaps wild shape into um a bird, could I commune with other birds? Yes. Six plus five, eleven. Twenty plus four, twenty-four. Nine plus one, ten. Uh, Sixteen plus two, eighteen. We're gonna start with Leon. Leon, uh, you are almost singularly focused on the door behind you. Uh, okay. You heard the women murmuring outside. You are absolutely sure that if you exit onto the beach, you will be met with beautiful ladies, but in the least chill way possible. Oh. Uh, Ari, you are sort of thinking the same thing, uh, but you're also thinking about how pretty the ladies are. Really, <laughs> like, the beautiful ladies part sounds pretty cool. The unchill way? Eh, you've met some unchill women in your time. You can still appreciate a nice piece of art, even if it was created under right. less and than I'd, ideal circumstances. I'd wager, I'd wager at the very back of their head, they're going like, dangerous. <laughs> what? Just <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> the very, very back. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you're discovering some like very interesting things about uh, your relationship to fear and sexuality. Um, Riss, you sort of sit up and take a look around the room. 
You can see a few windows. They line the walls above the beds. They're not particularly large, but a small or nimble person could probably climb through without any trouble. Uh, you are fairly sure that it could be more troublesome for the less nimble of your party members. Galen, uh, you are suddenly wide awake. You know, you've talked about your dreams, which is really more than you really tend to share to begin with. So you're a little uncomfortable with, with the sort of emotional openness you've expressed. You're also uh, freaked out by these feathers. So you are just, you are paying rapt attention to your surroundings now. No one's going to pull the wool over your eyes twice. Uh, you sit up, you, you look around, you stand up, you almost sort of start to pace the room. You notice the windows, um, and you actually take the moment to just glance outside as sneakily as possible. You can see the women, mm -hmm. all dressed in long, white, flowing dresses, uh, and they appear to be gathered around a campfire, odd for the morning. They don't seem to be cooking anything, but they are all standing in a circle holding hands. You can't oh, quite make out what they're saying, but it definitely rubs you as a bad thing. The only exits, as far as you can tell, are the windows, which will spill you out onto the crowded beach, or the door, which will do the same. Uh, I think we have a cult situation going on here. Gris kind of tilts her head it's, it's... And, and excitedly, but concerned, rushes mm -hmm. to the window and, and takes a peek out to see what she can see. Gris, uh, the window is a little tall for you. You're going to need some help. Oh. I put Gris up onto my knee. Okay. Gris, Gris accepts the, the help and, and kind of peeks over the window and I presume sees the women on the beach. Um, but she kind of looks to the sky and kind of starts kind of craning her head back and forth and says, remind me what those birds look like again. <laughs> they look like songbirds, don't they? Yes. It's the same feathers that are growing on our friends. They, they're... They're similar to songbirds, Gris. Gris grunts. Gris has seen a songbird. Surely. Yes. But this kind of songbird? Unfamiliar with tropical songbirds. Shoot. Mm -hmm. Gris kind of like grunts and like jumps down from, from Galen's knee and mm -hmm. kind of like crosses her arms for a second. Have you guys seen any other animals on this beach? On this island? No. No. It's just the birds. No Which crabs. I think the birds were probably people at one point. <laughs> Leona's stressed. She's like, you're not listening to me. These are not birds that flew to a random island in wherever we are. The kind of angles her head and looks at Leona and says, I understand that, but I need to see the bird to become the bird so that I can communicate with the bird and maybe we can get information from the birds. Did you say that there was like I'm I'm I could be incorrect about this, but didn't you say there was like a chimney in the middle? There is a hole in the roof of this room. Mm -hmm. There is a hole in the roof, and isn't that where the birds were? No, Last the week? birds were on the roof over the doorway. Oh, shit. Okay, Gris Leona's like. Can I whistle? Oh, could you? To try and summon the songbirds. <laughs> Roll for the ability to mimic bird calls. You can see the ocean through the windows. You don't have to ask. <laughs> Is 
that a d20 or is that a perception uh, deception or what? <laughs> so dumb. animal handling that would be an animal handling check yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> all right yo if uh, you can't maybe i'll try <laughs> that is a but, 21 oh my all right God. so go as you're all sort of discussing scenarios galen uh sort of hooks his thumbs into his jeans and um, slouches up against a wall and lets out a uh, a whistle that Gris, you honest to God think there's a bird in the room. You sort of take a moment and like look around. Uh, and uh, there's a hole in the ceiling through which presumably smoke is meant to escape. It, it seems to uh, be located right over a, a cooking fire or the remains of the cooking fire. And, um, a bird pokes its head through the ceiling, looking down for, for the source of the call. Gris, like, <laughs> jaw drop, looks at Galen, and then looks at the bird, and she's like, well, that's what I needed. <laughs> and she's like, she kind of, like, cracks her knuckles real quick, thinking she's about to do some badass shit. And says, open a window for me, will ya? <laughs> Leo's and like, there's a hole in the roof. I want to go out the window just in case. Just give me an extra. I can't talk to you when I'm a bird. Give me an extra point of escape just in case. <laughs> Wait, Ari, uh, can you can you repeat that? Your your microphone is. Yeah. No, I was just saying I'm concerned about Grizz going alone. Uh, it's, okay, it's, it's okay, Ari. How, this is there. a strange question. How high up is the hole in the room? Wow, Ari, I'm so glad you asked. Can you roll a perception check, please? I can. Uh, all right, that is a 18 plus 5, 23. Ari, uh, as Gris reveals to you her plan, you are kind of struck by the sensation that maybe she shouldn't go alone. Dividing up the party, splitting it, seems almost like Too a long. basic no-no to you. Uh, you take a moment and you sort of look at the hole in the ceiling and gauge the space between- Cardinal sin, if you will. Yeah, a, a, a cardinal sin, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god. Gauge... gonna pop out right quick, it wasn't gonna be a full division <laughs> of the party. <laughs> You gauge the space between your head and the ceiling, and you put the ceiling at about nine feet. Tall enough that you can't get up there just by jumping, but perhaps with some assistance, someone nimble-footed and good at oh. disguising themselves could uh, hmm. also scramble up to the roof. Um, I, I, re I make this realization and probably have, like, a surprised Pikachu face. <laughs> is what I'm going to describe it as. Uh, and then I look around the room to Gris, and, like, filled with concern, and I speak my, like, I'm like, these thoughts I'm having, I should vocalize them. <laughs> they say, I really don't think Gris should go alone. Agreed. Now here's the thing. She doesn't have to. I don't think. I need, and I look between Leon and Galen, Galen, yeah. I was gonna say, I need someone strong. <laughs> Would you boost me up? And I stand, go stand close to it, and I'm like, up there. And then I can pull you through? Mayhaps. Mayhaps. 
without saying anything, Galen already walks over to the hole and like interlocks his fingers and is like, "All right, cool. let's go." Are we just leaving? Me? So I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if I'm up there, I can pull you through. It's the same. Okay. It's the same as with strike. We're doing that thing again. I should hope oh. not. As I'm well, like positioning just myself, the window thing again, not the whole like fighting strike okay. thing again. The window thing. Okay. Uh, okay. Cool. I I accept the boost. They thanks and uh, myself. Galen, strength check. Ari, acrobatics check. Oh, Actually, athlete. Athlete. Up to you. Athletics. I think Gris is a still a little bit annoyed and has is gonna wild shape into a bird anyways and just wait at the top of the. Go for it. The five place. Nineteen plus four twenty three. Seventeen. Right. So Galen, uh, actually, in a show of aptitude, uh, you boost Ari through the roof, through the hole in the roof, and they scramble up practically silently, extending a hand uh, down to you. Although you think that maybe someone else in your party is going to need a, a boost to get up there. Please. Galen, Leon, like, I mean, Galen like takes his hand and puts it on Leon's back and just pushes her oh to the God. front. Okay, yeah. Oh, God, okay. Um, <laughs> I stare down and I'm like, I mean, you could get Mage Hand to help. I want you... <laughs> Chris Leon, kind of like, hooks her burn head down and just looks and tilts it a little. <laughs> 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 looks at Ari and is like, if I could use Mage Hand for this, I would. <laughs> and she looks at Galen and says, I want you to understand that I've never had to climb through a roof before in my life. You can do it. And I didn't want it to start today. <laughs> you can do it. But I'm willing to do this. You can do it. You're going to have to do it, honestly. You have no You're other You're the choice. one who was bright griping about being left. Gris kind of looks out a little like chirpy tweet kind of sound, <laughs> hoping to encourage a friend, but with no real words to say. <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to roll, Jenny? Athletics. Uh, Ari, let's get a strength check. Galen, let's get a strength check. I need you all to understand. I have to roll disadvantage on everything <laughs> um, right now, um, and I also have a negative one to athletics. So, if you have any inspiration, you might want to consider it. Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> Sorry. So that's a nineteen plus one twenty. That's a three minus one. But, okay. So, uh, Galen, you extend your hands, kind of interlocked, to help Leon up, and uh, she goes to step on your hand, misses, and just steps right on your crotch. You sort of fall over. But she does get, like, a little bit of a boost from it. And Ari, uh, you sort of extend your legs in an effort to uh, sort of tighten your core altogether. Reach down, grab her with both hands, and pull her through the roof unceremoniously. Cool. Uh, leaving Galen sort of curled up on the floor below. <laughs> I, then, I then poke my head back through and stare at Galen, just like... <laughs> Leon also pokes her head through and just goes, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm so like, sorry. Looks up with like tears welling up in his eyes and is like, we'll talk about this later. Okay. Okay, you should probably get up here, Galen. <laughs> and Galen just goes like, <laughs> okay. 
Galen, it's going to be an acrobatics check for you because you have to do sort of a springing jump into Ari's waiting grabbers. Grabbers? Strength again, or? <laughs> plus two, 19. Yeah, no one I doing the same thing. <laughs> let's get a strength check. Yeah. This is good. This is. I'm glad I rolled a two on that. That feels right, good. Fail. <laughs> that feels good. <sighs> but you got a 19, Galen? Yeah. Galen, you uh, you very <laughs> lightly just sort of um, back up and then jump pretty much straight up into the air, extending your arms for Ari to grab. Ari, however, uh, just seems to have used all of their strength to help Leon up and uh, misses grabbing onto you. You just you can't catch a break here. However, you manage to catch the edge of the roof and uh, swing yourself up through the hole uh in a dramatic show of of acrobatic craftsmanship uh you you land on the roof next to your friends and sort of dust yourself off <sighs> that feels i just turn and go you won't believe me but it wasn't on purpose <laughs> <laughs> and i just look off to the horizon <laughs> under her breath or maybe it was payback for throwing them off the boat <laughs> it's, it's early in the morning it's okay <laughs> <laughs> Gris, Gris kind of flits around and then finds himself landing on uh, Ari's shoulder <laughs> and just kind of chirps like <laughs> in determination. <laughs> okay, on my shoulder. Um, so can I roll a? I would like to roll two checks because I assume now that I'm on the roof, I can kind of see the. Cult circle. We're gonna call it a witch circle for now. Um, you can see the circle of women. Okay. So, and, and then I assume I can also, you know, see three hundred and sixty degrees around me. Correct. Uh, except for the parts obscured by your companions. Yes. Correct. Okay. So I want to roll um, an Arcana check to see if I can discern what they're doing. And then I'd also like to roll perception. Okay, let's start with the Arcana check. To see what I can see. Okay. Is that bird that was previously there still there? It is. It's it's chirping at you exuberantly. Gris would like to exuberantly chirp back and maybe have a burb conversation. All right. <clears throat> um, mine was 14 plus 5, 19, just so you know. <laughs> you have no idea what the fuck they're doing, but it seems bad. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Yep. Uh, kind of fake. The bird actually sort of hops towards you, landing themselves on Ari's other shoulder. <laughs> Sorry, Ari. <laughs> I'm looking between them, and I'm like, "You better include me in this conversation." <laughs> Chris kind of like brushes her head up against Ari's face. Is like, "It's okay." <laughs> I like squish her. No one's like her chin or something. Bird all of a sudden, Ari. Like what? I don't speak. Like I'm not fluent, but I've grew up around them. <laughs> so the bird uh, looks at you, Gris, and goes, "Are you a traveler here?" Yes, I. We we got here yesterday. You Are need you to leave. Leave. You need to leave. Yeah. And then so, he sort of like hops a little bit. Uh, down Ari's arm towards the feathers and then turns back to you and goes oh it's too late no it can't be too late is there any oh. way 
Do you know what happens? Are you the result of these feathers? He sort of puffs up his chest and ruffles his feathers and goes, I used to be a handsome young man once, much like your friend. And he sort of jumps over to Galen and rips out one of his feathers with his beak. Grissom like screams for a second. Says, Don't do that. Yeah. Noticing her distress, I'm just like <laughs> deep frown. <laughs> the bird hops back. Leon is just sitting there, like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so, what happened to you? You ate something. The women did this. I was sick. I have no idea what's going on. But my friends have feathers. The women here, and he sort of like puffs himself up again <clears throat> all women are bad but these ones are worse okay Gris, Gris kind of ruffles her feathers and says oh, have you no I am a woman and we are not bad and if you would like my help maybe you'll be kinder to women he sort of looks ashamed in the way that only a bird can and uh, <laughs> cocks his head a little bit I meant <clears throat> No offense, I was a traveling merchant, and, well, my wife had left me, and then I came here, and they offered me a meal, and, well, here I am. So how long did it take? Leon kind of says under her breath, I swear to God, she, she better be figuring out how we can fix this. They're just having a casual conversation. Chris flies over and just kind of like (laughs) lands on Leon's head, just kind of sensing her frustration and just kind of hops there, knowing it'll piss her off, and then flies back to Ariadne. (laughs) While 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 Gris flew, I just look up to the remaining bird. I'm just like, (laughs) the bird chirps at you. And I just go back to just like stare at Chris. Chris returns back to uh, Ariadne and and looks at the other bird and says, "How long did it take from the feathers to full bird?" The bird sort of uh, preens itself for a moment and then looks back at you and goes, "Minutes." And then he Min- just takes off and flies away. Oh shit! Gris kind of hops down from Ariadne's arm. I like, and I like look at yeah, I like look at Gris and, and like and wild shapes and turns back to her human form <laughs> and oh says, "We need to leave or figure out how the fuck to stop this because that bird said he was a merchant and it took minutes from initial feathers to final bird and he's been a bird ever since and also he hates women so we're not gonna help him but we gotta figure this out. We gotta go." He is a human. Leon looks at Gris and says, You spent all that time talking to the bird and didn't even find out how to stop our friends from becoming birds. He didn't really ask. Gris, what? He, didn't he really flew away. And I point towards where the bird flew. <laughs> Gris kind of just like grunts and mumbles under her breath. He he turned into a bird. There's no way he would know how to stop it. Unless you want me to talk to another bird. And Gris kind of like doesn't really want to do that. <laughs> turned to her, I turned to her and go like, I don't imagine they'll have very different stories. I'm going to need everybody to roll a deception saving throw right now. Oh, oh shit. We've been on this roof too long. Uh, what is that again? 
Charisma. Okay. This is not going well. Probably that's bad. Actually, no. Three twenty-two. Not deception. Stealth. I'm so sorry. Stealth. Okay. Stealth. Stealth. Not deception. Oh. Oh. I'm so sorry. (gasps) Oh yes. I rolled a (laughs) twenty-four. I'm so sorry, Leon. But you gotta, you gotta roll stealth. I got eighteen. Sixteen. Nineteen plus seven, twenty-six. You're incredible. Oh no, Leon. <laughs> oh no. All right. Um, I'm on 24 and I'm depressed about it. One of the women, a beautiful naiad, turns to face the roof. Uh, Ari, Galen, and Gris all sort of duck down. Gris quickly wild shapes back into the bird form of before, and Galen and Ari, uh, in a yeah. d- particularly dexterous move, sort of roll to the sloped side of the roof so that they're they're out of eyeline. However, Leon, you find her looking directly at you, and she calls out to you. Leon, Leon, Leon's like, oh no. And she like kind of poses, and she goes, oh my god. I'm just enjoying the sun. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, my lady. Don't look her in the eyes. Don't look her in the eyes. Sweating. It's like sweating. Yeah. It's like, don't do it. My lady, why do you not come down and join yes. us? I wanted to enjoy just the beautiful sounds of the ocean. My lady, please. I um I'll come down shortly. Just a few just a minute. Just two minutes. Just please. I I never get this where I'm from. The woman sort of blinks at you and then calls again and says, please, we were just finishing up our ceremony. Can't you, like, throw a fireball at her? Um, Leon, Leon says, um, and I, I, I'll roll persuade, I'll, I'll roll persuasion for this. Um, she says, I'll just be down in a minute. I just need a minute. All right. Uh, you're gonna roll persuasion? Yeah. All right. Go for it. 15 plus 722. Let's go. I think it's going to be enough. Oh, I'm also not looking at her. I'm looking at the sun, baby. Leon, she is unpersuaded, and instead, Fuck. she's going to need you to make a wisdom check. Oh, please, my lady. You will be more comfortable down here, and the sand is so warm. That was uh, 16 plus 117. I also rolled a 17. I'm so sorry. Leon, you uh, scramble sort of down the roof uh, rather unelegantly and <sighs> land on the sand in front of her. My lady, okay. is something amiss? Good morning. She, uh, I was looks- just enjoying the sun. Oh, wonderful. She looks you in the eyes and uh, you find that they're not nearly as enchanting as they were yesterday. You seem fully in control of understanding the bizarrity of this whole situation. My lady, I'm glad you are enjoying, enjoying the sun, but there is something different today. And she sort of takes your hand and strokes it gently. Um, I would like to roll performance no well do i need to roll performance i'm gonna like try and go along with it 
That is going to actually be some deception this time. Yeah. I mean, it's all good for me. It's all inside. I imagine we heard Leon, uh, like scramble down, and I just like face bomb. That was sixteen plus seven, twenty-four, twenty-three. That is a deception check. Let me uh, do a quick wisdom check. Okay, I got a twenty-one. Okay, so uh, she smiles at you and she goes, "Oh, did you make your decision?" Will you be joining the sisterhood here on the island? Leon smiles back and says, Well, I wasn't... I wasn't really told everything that was supposed to happen. It was. It all happened so fast last night. I think I need a little bit more time to decide if I want this beautiful island to be my home or not. Is that allowed? Of course, Am I allowed dear. to look around the island? Oh, no, but I would be happy to tell you more about who we are and what we do and how we keep ourselves well here. Sus. Sure. Please. She sort of, she smiles very warmly and, and genuinely and um, removes the hand that was holding your hand and, and gestures to the trees where you can see a flock of colorful songs, uh, songbirds, and she goes, well, my dear, we here on the island are dedicated to the idea of eternal life. Okay. As in living forever? Not just forever, but remaining youthful forever, and... Holding Leon's on. Leon's like trying to ham it up. To that which which youth holds dear. And she sort of smiles gently and she goes, We use an ancient and practical magic provided to us by the gods themselves. Oh. But of course you know What is that, that magic? Dear. Oh, I'm so glad you Did asked. I? And she sort of like takes her hand, your hand again and she looks you deep in the eyes and she goes, what do you think that magic is, dear? You have the gift, why do you not tell me? Well, it seems as though there are some people that don't get to stay here. And, and Leon gestures to the, the birds and says, it seems as though some people may become less conversative fixtures on the island. She sort of giggles melodically and she goes, well, yes, but there is a certain freedom in in what they provide for us. They are free to go where they please, carried on wings to a freedom they never knew in their previous forms. In many ways, we are doing them a favor and, and then we are free to live Eternally youthful. What if they want to be people again? She sort of laughs and she goes, <laughs> My lady, do not make this out to be some great evil. Those who leave their homes and seek adventure make the choice to leave behind the ones they love or claim to love, knowing fully well they may never return. 
We are merely an instrument of the inevitable, sorceress. Passengers, as you are, on the wheel of fate. Do not disparage what we do to seize your, our own agency by assigning it a value on some moral scale of your own devisement. And she sort of smiles again as if what she said wasn't incredibly upsetting. <laughs> Leon smiles back and says, oh no. That's not what I was doing. Don't worry. Again, like just trying to like ham it up and like keep her calm. Um, but also try to get information from her. She says, I'm more so, I guess one of my concerns is if I stay, what if someone breaks the spell? What would happen if if somebody was no longer a bird? If if somebody could break this spell, what would happen to me in a hundred years or you right now, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> Vic, I apologize for what's about to happen. The woman steps okay. incredibly close to you so oh, that good. your faces are just a quarter of an inch from touching, and she places a cheek, a hand on your cheek, and she goes, Boundaries. My dear, so long as I am breathing, this spell will never break. And she sort of like runs a, a thumb over your cheek and she goes, and so, sorceress, and she tilts your head up a little bit. She's, she's quite a bit taller than you. I will offer you once more a choice. Uh, Can we hear she, this? Um, those of us oh yeah, no, no. Okay. On the roof, you are perfectly privy to what's happening. And she, uh, she sort of, looks it down at you and it's almost like her eyes soften a little and she goes one available to your halfling friend as well live with us in eternal youth she can reclaim that which she has lost to time or and she sort of like tightens her grip on your jaw just a little bit meet the fate of your companions. And at that, Ari and Galen, still sort of sheltered up on the roof, uh, shrink very quickly. Oh, no. um, Just as I was thinking, up for the pointy stick. Your forms shifting uh, from that of people or, or elves to small songbirds in a poof of loose feathers and a flurry of creative swears in, in a strange combination of elvish common and, and primordial um leaving you with now three bird companions <laughs> Chris, Chris just shouts oh no <laughs> you're a bird still aren't you I, I, yeah I'm still a bird so they can hear her and she's just like we have to kill everyone on this island don't we it kind of like looks at her newfound bird friends yeah. <laughs> Galen just like chirps aggressively. Like, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Don't bother chirping, but it's just like a squawk. Gris kind of flies down frantically to where Leon and this woman are, and tries to somewhat nonchalantly circle over her head and and lets out a couple of um squawks, ang angsty squawks, nervous squawks, and then kind of tries to fly back to her friends in hopes that Leon will notice that her. Her friends are now all fucking birds, except for, you know. <laughs> um, Leo, Leon you're still sort of, like, trapped with, with this woman. 
Yeah. Um, fuck. Okay. Um, Leon's going to look at the woman and say, Well, goodness. Can I, can I go freshen up? And then we can discuss, you know, my next steps further? Whatever the next steps are. And she kind of looks to the circle and is like, But my dear, you're already so, my hair. so lovely. There's, there's oh, my no hair is so knotted. It's so knotted, please. She takes her fingers and runs it through your hair and she's like, Oh, we don't know what consent is here, do we? Okay. <laughs> she's, she's like, Why are you lying to me? At this point, Gris is like frantically hopping around up on the roof and like, yeah, and and I'm Ari's like tap dancing. Leon has a dagger, right? Is that something that you holster on your hip or no? It's in my pack. I t- I I turn to Gris. I I'm just like getting angry and angrier and doing this little like bird tap dance. I'm just gonna turn to Gris and Galen. Like, I'm gonna fuck her up. Okay, so are you coming? I'm gonna steal one of Vic's lines here. Question for the DM. Answer for the player. We're all playing it this week, and I'm so happy. What would happen if Songbird Galen were to, I don't know, dive into a pool of water? Songbird. Songbird. Fuck. Okay. Uh, You have no option but Songbird, I believe, is the. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Leo, as you are hesitating, um, you are standing sort of below a a lip in the roof and as you stare into this woman's eyes desperately trying to make the smartest choice possible uh, a pair of black pants falls off the roof and lands on your head along with a belt of just filled with way more knives than a single person needs (laughs) (laughs) snapping you out of this strange uh this strangely tense situation you found yourself in. Galen um, peeks his head over the roof and chirps as if to say, be careful with those. Um, as Leon... I just, I just is, like try and yell at Leon, who is not going to understand, pick it up and stick her with the pointy end. Gris just sighs and flies down and does a fucking bird-ass tap dance on a fucking knife. Like, please use this. <laughs> this is what we're doing. <laughs> Um, Leon. Oh God, I don't. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um. <laughs> ah. Oh no. Okay. Oh. Okay. There's a lot of options available to me right now. One. Message Gris. Tell her to become a person again. We fight. Two. Leon tries to stab Lady. Three. Leon casts spell on Lady. Yo, can I have another question for the DM while while Leon processes her options here? I can have another answer for the player while Leon processes what if, her options. Let's say these birds so, decide they want to form a bird rebellion, and there does happen to be a tree with a flock of other birds. Could we form a bird alliance? I would just say you can try whatever the hell you want and see if it works. All right, so, let's. Here's the plan. We're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna assemble we're gonna we're gonna assemble an army of birds, right? A la the uh 
schoolfish from Finding Nemo yes, yes. and turn into a giant it just sword. it will buy Leon some time if we can yeah. get a, a flock of birds to dive on this chica. So I go I go, I love that plan. I think I'll leave the diplomacy to you. I'm gonna try my hand at lifting that sword with my tiny bird hands. Gris Gris kind of fills her bird head because you have angry Ariadne and with my feet then and soars over to the other birds in hope of forming a bird alliance like have never been seen in Kralin before. Galen I fly down and like lay I wanna fly down and just land at Leon's feet. I'm just like ready to fight. Just very tiny and angry. Just like Leon make a dis squawking Leon make a decision. May I speak with the bird's leader? <laughs> you fly towards the birds. And they watch you approach. You land on a branch next to one of them. Okay. So. Galen chirps and says, Feathered brothers and sisters. Gris kind of just like <laughs> waves a wing as she very mimic, much mimicking her human. Like, okay, Summer. <laughs> and she says, Y'all are humans. You'd like to not be birds, I assume. Is this correct? <laughs> the birds blink at you, tilt their head, and chirp in response, and you cannot make any sense of whatever it is that they've said. They've been birds for too long, baby. They Chris, Chris kind of, like, ruffles her feather and looks at Galen and says, can you hear them? Are they speaking to you? Uh, uh no. And Chris is like, oh, shit. She's, <laughs> she kind of looks at Galen and says, any last words before I turn back into a human? Because Leon shouldn't be doing this by herself. Try not to break my knives. Chris um, kind of like scoffs and hides behind a tree and wild shapes back into her, her human form. Continue just so, looking, just piv pivoting my bird neck. Like, Leon, the girl, the knives, the, the woman, the knives, Leon. Just like, I love in this. every possible um, combination. Leon is not good with daggers. <laughs> so I would like to oh this might be a bad idea oh shit okay we gotta fight this girl no matter what I feel like we have to fight this per person no matter what um so well she's the one if, if she dies she's dead as long as she's yeah. alive if she dies Leon is going to shirk the pants I get my opposable thumbs back and uh, she's going to look at the woman. And she's going to say, listen, however much I like the idea of living forever with a group of women, I've got other things that are way more important than you to attend to. So you are either going to turn my friends back or I'm going to kill you. Nope. <sighs> Roll for initiative. Okay. <laughs> Two, all okay. of us, or oh, uh, if you want, if you want to participate in the fight, you need to roll for initiative. Fifteen plus four, nineteen. Okay. Seven. Oh, is there plus to initiative? Oh, only for Ari. 
That was a 17. Oh, everyone is there. Everyone. Everyone gets their initiative. It's on your character sheet, Leon. It's, mine's plus zero. Oh. Well, and there that's you go. a sorceress. <laughs> mine's 16. <laughs> Hang on, I'm looking at my initiative here. So, Gris, you had 16? Yes. Galen, what did you have? 17. Alright, so... Uh, Ariadne, you hear Leon make this threat, and you watch the Naiad's eyes flash with malice, and, uh, you know that- Yeah. It's going down. It's going down. It's your turn, though, so you get to choose if Oh, I starts. didn't know you- d I didn't know you said the- the order, you were just like- Sorry, sorry, Ariadne 19, Leon 17, yeah. Galen 17, Gris 16, Nyad 12. Cool, you're good, Seriously, you're good. Yeah. Um, cool. Then, seeing this, and just internally, like, chirping like, finally, um, I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna attempt uh, a flurry of blows with all of the sharp bits of my body being presumably like claws and beak. All right. Give me two seconds. Okay. Jenny, um, was it Galen or Gris first? Sorry. Leon, Galen, then Gris. Okay. So we have, uh, the hit is three plus seven, ten. All right, that does not land. Just the second one? Or is it just the same? It's the same. Cool. And that's uh, I can still take a bonus action on arm strike. Go for it. Um, cool. That's gonna be... More powerful now. A six plus seven, thirteen. Uh, that really does land. Okay. Um, it's just one you sort of something. slash at her with with your little bird talons. Nice. I I I fly in with a call of rage to rival a barbarian. <laughs> um, and it's four plus four eight. All right, sweet. <laughs> Next up is Leon. Leon, she's sort of stumbled back from you, um, and there's some sort of green-blue blood dripping from a gash above her eyebrow. And you said she's a naiad, right? Yes. Which is a creature of water? Yes. Fires off the table. Okay. <laughs> I am going to cast... <laughs> I am going to cast Ray of Sickness using a third level spell slot. All right. Um, and do I still get advantage on all attacks right now? From... You said starting the last episode. Yes. Yes, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that was a 12 plus 7, 19. That lands. Okay. And it does 19 damage. All right. Uh, God damn. All right. Uh, the woman, uh, Cirisea, sort of hisses, and in reaction, um, her skin begins to transform. Um, it becomes a sort of knotted layer of what looks like coral. Uh, just like rough and and multicolored yep. with barnacles and and brain corals sprouting sprouting from her skin. Uh, next up oh, is Galen. Galen, you uh, wait. Are- sorry, I'm so sorry. I was gonna use sorcery points. You can use sorcery points. Okay, I was gonna use um, two of my sorcery points um, to turn one of a spell that takes one action and it turns it into a bonus action. Go for it. Um, so I'm going to cast uh, a second level magic missile. Go for it. Which magic missile always, always hits. hits. Um, so, so that means it does four darts. That's ten more damage. All right. Um, she actually uh, begins to glow, sort of golden in her oh, eyes, oh, no. and lets out a scream that you don't understand. Galen, you can hear it. It's just a very artful series of swears in, in Primordial. Mm. Um, Tasteful. And <laughs> she... Uh, oh my goodness. Uses a reaction to attack with with advantage using youthful exuberance. Uh she is going to cast ice knife. She is going to So she she steps back several paces and uh waves her hand casting a spell a shard of ice in the shape of a knife uh flies towards Leon. Leon what's your AC? Uh uh, uh 13. All right, so it lands, uh, and so you take 2d10 piercing damage. Uh, Ari, roll a dexterity saving throw. Is Gris far enough away for this one? Yes. That's a 19 plus 7, 26. Okay, hang on. All right, Leon, you take 12 damage. (laughs) Ari, Mm. you take 1d6 as opposed to 4d6. You take one damage. (laughs) Cool. You're cold. Yeah. Yeah. Galen, it is your turn. I like shiver. I like ruffle my feathers. I'm like, (laughs) shiver. I guess... uh, I guess I'll like dive bomb with my beak into one of Cerisea's eyes. Alright. Just fucking head on, full send. So that's going to be piercing damage. Let's call that equivalent to an att- you, you, do you have daggers or a I have daggers, yeah. We're gonna call that uh, equivalent to a dagger attack. Uh, roll okay. the hit. Roll d20. 
15 plus 5, 20. All right, it lands. Roll for damage, please. Okay. Six. All right. She curses at you in Primordial. Watch your mouth. I chirp. (laughs) Chirp, chirp, chirp. (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) Next up is Gris. Can I ask a healer question? Are are my com- uh, my comrades specifically Ariadne and Galen lower HP at this point than normal? They have half the HP as of usual. Okay, can you guys update your character sheets? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we didn't know. No, it's okay. Can their HP be gained back to full health, or can it only hit half because of their size? It is limited by their size. Okay, okay that's what I thought. But that that's just helpful to me to keep track. Um, okay, so. Um, Gris is going to go ahead and cast uh, Entangle and try and simmer down this spicy lass. There we go. Okay. And that is... That's not working. Ten. (laughs) Does not work. She sort of... Uh, laughs at you derisively. She uh, once again focuses her attack on Leon LaBelle. Oh, I'm gonna fucking die. Shit. <laughs> Leon, she um... <sighs> Hang on. She is going to... She uh... removes from uh, her back a club, which she then swings at you uh, aggressively. Uh, Let's see, it's plus two. Beauty and grace, my ass. Who carries a club? Leon, your armor class is 13, correct? Yeah. What is save DC? This is a question I have. This is... uh, What does that mean? We'll get to it when you start dying. Okay. Oh. Um, Oh! Oh! So she take you it's take all coming together. Yeah, my uh, armor class is thirteen. Okay, so it lands. Um. Okay. Oh god, I'm so sorry. Please don't kill me. No. You take eleven damage. Okay. All right. Next up is Ariadne. Cool. Um. Can I? Let me see. Oh, never mind. I misread. All right, then I just try flurry of blows again. Go for it. Unfortunately, I cannot wield a melee weapon. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. (laughs) Guys, I'm so sorry. That is snoring. (laughs) (laughs) Nineteen plus seven, twenty-six. That lands. Okay. So we've got. Oh my god. Jenny Beyond is so slow at rolling. That's six plus four, ten for the first one. All right. You can do it. I believe in you. And three plus four, seven. 
All right. And I get one more unarmed strike as a bonus action. Go for it. Ray said I'm a badass even in bird form. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can I'm, you can go. D and D no heart emoji. <laughs> no, I'm really I I thought I would try it again. I'm just gonna go back to my phone. Um sixteen plus seven, twenty-three. That oh lands, so roll for damage. Cool. I told you. The thing is you shrunk Ari and Ari like you put all of those emotions into a smaller container. <laughs> it's gonna backfire. It's four plus four, bird. eight. All right. So... It is an angry bird. Put me in a slingshot and shoot me at the dyad. Siri say uh sort of stumbles backwards, um mm -hmm. and falls to the ground at Leon's feet. She's still breathing, but barely, and looks up into Leon's eyes, and, uh... Galen flies over and lands on Leon's shoulder. Leon, um, she seems to be trying to say something to you. Um... Uh, uh, okay. I would like to... Can I, like... I just think this would be fun. <laughs> like... <laughs> Can I um can I cast magic missile but like hold the first bolt just above her head? Like in the air before I throw it? No. Yeah. Okay. Galen like hops around on Leon's shoulder in sort of like a yeah, get her kind of way. <laughs> it's like finish her. Let's go. Um I just I, I just have... burp back. I'm like, I don't get that hype. I'm just gonna have Leon kind of hold her hands up then and look down with like fury in her eyes and be like, what do you wanna say? She sort of, um, she's, she's whispering. You, you definitely can't hear her from the distance that you're at, but whatever she says, she seems very insistent that you hear it. I have of two mind about, minds about this, and I feel... Okay. Okay. Leon is going to step back slightly and then lean down, kind of like... Please hold. I'm going to show you all what I would like her to <laughs> do on the ground, but I'm going to do it on my chair dangerously. Oh, God. I want her to kind of be like this kind of okay. like looking down at her so you're you're sort of crouched in a squat position ready to mm -hmm. jump up if if need be yes all right so you lean down towards her and um you have to get so close that your hair kind of brushes her face and she says to you so softly you think you might imagine it of betrayal, the fate I offered you here is much kinder than any that awaits you at Hell's Mouth. Um, 
And she sort of like raggedly breathes in and out. Leon stands up and she says, I believe any fate would be better than a fate with you on this island. And she casts magic missile. Yes. Okay, she's dead. You don't. I. She was at zero health points. She was just okay. using her her saving throws to get through that one. You killed her before I could do something witty. So I'm sorry. The the missile makes contact, and um, Leon, you can see as as the life drains out from her eyes. Uh, however, <laughs> uh, as she dies, um your companions find themselves once again in their normal bodies. Uh, oh no, they're naked, aren't they? Oh no. Galen sort of uh, stumbles backwards, having been perched on your shoulders only seconds beforehand. is like... <laughs> <laughs> and Ari, uh, across from him, finds themselves in a similar situation. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, with her hand over her face, is like, Galen, your pants are over there. Thanks. <laughs> Galen just sprints over to his yeah, pants. Yeah, I followed my butt and probably, like, cough up a couple feathers and just, like, dust myself off and go and grab my... Are, we, are the rest of the clothes other than Galen's They're just pants everything on the roof. On the roof. Mm-hmm. However, um... Can I climb... Can I, can I, like, somehow climb up back to the roof? Uh, Gris, do you mind if I just seize god mod control of, of your sweet girl just for a moment? Oh, Gris, my goodness. Uh, quickly noting your situation, flies to the roof and with great difficulty drags down a tunic, Ari, so you have something to cover yourself <laughs> while you scramble to the roof. Mm-hmm. Gris was gonna do it while they're doing this. <laughs> while they're doing this, I would like Leon to go and dig through the pockets of the woman. She is wondering how the woman knows who she was. Does she have anything on her that will give her any sort of details about, like, how did you know who who Leon was? Like, who is this woman that they've just killed that says this to her? So um, I'd like Leon to kind of dig through um, her dead corpse uh, and see if she can find anything. Mm-hmm. Leon, this is the very first time anyone in the party has asked to loot a body, and I'm so glad you did. Leon, uh, you sort of, as your companions are preoccupied with their own sort of nudity, uh, you take the time to look through this woman's pockets. Her dress, though loose fitting, actually does seem to conceal some things. You find a dagger, um, some herbs tied to her thigh, but the oddest is what accompanies the herbs. It appears to be a pipe of sorts. Um, it, it looks to be made of almost pure crystal. Um, I'm seeing your face, though. Not yet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. However, at the bottom, you can see sort of in the ashes an almost sort of glowing sort of plant matter. It glows a faint blue, even in in the morning light. Um, As you go through her pockets, you glance up for a second and see the rest of the women who were once gathered around the campfire retreat into the trees, almost melting 
into them until they are no longer visible. Um, nice. <laughs> I would like Leon to take the pipe okay. and uh, just really quickly put it in her satchel um, and uh, just kind of place it there. Uh, she seems to kind of be the, the collector of things right now. And so... <laughs> Uh, she kind of places the the, the pipe right next to um, the the dagger that Gabriel tried to kill her with. Um, yeah. So not first loot. You did loot that from Gabriel's body. <laughs> no, I think no. I Galen... think Galen looted the body oh. in that situation. Yeah, mm -hmm. Galen, and it wasn't even looting of a body. Like Gabriel was still alive. And no. Galen, like, snatched it and then stabbed- Or no, Galen already had the dagger. He stole the dagger before. Oh, That's yeah. why they couldn't kill me, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then Galen stabbed, and then I took the dagger nice. from but, the head of Gabriel. It was a lot to take in. But we digress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Leon places the pipe inside the satchel and turns to her party and says, Where'd you go? So, Ari, you are currently on the roof. You have managed to pull on some mm -hmm. of your clothes, uh, and hopefully you're planning to toss down Galen, his shirt. Yeah. Yeah, but I wait till after I've finished. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so I finished getting dressed, I've got my stuff, and then I start tossing it down to him. Galen catches the shirt and just- That does kinda, count like, as- that, 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 that is a temporary shirtless Galen. Galen, you choose not to put the shirt back on. I choose not to put the shirt back on. I choose to hang it over my shoulder instead. Plus for inspiration. Mm -mm. Leon puts her hand up. Does Galen put the shirt on? Please. I've what? seen enough of you naked today. <laughs> Is Gris still a bird? <laughs> can Gris be halfling again? Yes, Gris, yeah. you can wild shape back into a halfling. Okay. <laughs> Gris is finally back in her halfling form. And I'm very grateful. It was a uh, really fun battle. I'm glad you were all birds. <laughs> I turned it. No, I was a human. Oh, I, I, I passed it. I passed it. I turned. I like. I looked at Leo and I'm like, it wasn't by choice. Gris kind of sigh. Kind of lets out a heavy sigh, and she's like, I'm really sad that those other bird, those other humans, had been birds for too long. I was mm -hmm. hoping we could save them. As you say I'm that, a voice calls out to you. Hey, <clears throat> Miss Bird Lady. Gris kind of whips around and says, Huh? <laughs> uh, handsome young man emerges from behind the hut. You're the bird! The he, merchant! He sort of smiles a little bit. He's like, I just thought I owed you an apology. And On behalf of all women, Leon says. I might have told no, her that part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you tell her the part about my ex-wife? I don't know what happened to your ex-wife. Gris says as she digs through her bag, pulling out uh, some pants, maybe overly dressy pants of Galen's from a previous soiree. Like, oh, God. And, <laughs> and tosses them to the merchant and says, put these on. <laughs> oh, God. He pulls them on. Respectful Birdman, I will have you know. And she looks at him and she's like, I paid for those clothes. So your hatred of women is the only reason you're clothed right now. I'm just saying. So and she kind of like crosses her arms. He bows apologetically and he's like, I'm 
Sincerely sorry, milady. It's been I uh, bet. It's been quite the ordeal. And he sort of like he like blinks. <laughs> he's like, oh okay, oh god. And he's like uh, I don't suppose you're bound for Aquara, are you? The opposite direction, I think. <laughs> just came from there. We are bound for Hell's Portal. But so. we do have a boat. And she kind of looks to Galen. <laughs> Going to oh, Hell's Portal. What's Chris. one more person to Hell? Honestly, Leon. Can you fight? Leon takes a moment and says, Listen, I don't think you want to go to Hell's Portal, right? He sort of chuckles and he's like, well, I mean, I have been there before, but no, I wouldn't be willing to make a return trip. Have? You've been there before? He, oh, he's... I have been there. He sort of blanches for a moment as if he didn't mean to say that, and he's like, ah, well. I, before all this, was a merchant of, of sorts, uh, and um, I have this less than savory client who needed the rocks for something or other, and he paid me a hefty sum. That's actually, you know, how I got stuck here in the first place. I was on my way home to make the delivery, and he hearing that, can Galen clock who this person is? Like, Ruler. does this person seem familiar to Galen? Oh, Roll no. a perception check. Did you need some rocks, Galen? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> need some rocks for some fun job. Nine. Uh, you actually, you recognize him as someone who was well-liked and respected by the nobility of Aquara on the upper decks. You'd only maybe seen him a few times. Um, you don't know his name. Uh, however, he did have a similar reputation to yours in that he could get his high-power nobility clients what they needed without much of a fuss. <clears throat> uh, when you say unsavory, uh, <laughs> who exactly are you talking about? He sort of, like, hooks his thumbs into the belt loops of your borrowed pants and uh, looks off for a moment, stroking his chin. Hmm. Big guy. Not really the kind I was used to working with. Uh, bald. Scars down the back of his head. Real ugly. Yeah! Asshole. Mustache. Just a real dick, yes. <laughs> Not anymore. anymore. We... Galen like gestures to the group. We he's he's dead. We killed him. Because like this guy probably will take your rocks now, though. You still got him. And points uh -huh. to Galen. That he I will. Of, he rubs the back there. of his neck and he's like, "I suppose no, it's won't. a good thing he paid in advance, isn't it?" I just sure like is. murmur. I just murmur to myself as I'm looking around, and I'm just like, "There are rocks on the floor. You didn't have to go that far." He actually, he gives a hearty chuckle at that and walks up to you and slaps you on the back and he's like, I like you. I liked our one word conversation as birds. Yon <laughs> is like, you know, I have to say, I am. At that, can I just, just cough up an extra feather? <laughs> I am just beyond grateful. I wasn't a bird. Um, well, I mean, 
I, I don't think there's any other boats on this island. Unless there is. Leon, there are no other boats on this island. This man's is coming with us to Hell's Portal! <laughs> yeah. I don't think there are any other uh, other boats on this island, so... Fancy a trip to Hell's Portal. What's your name? <laughs> he sort of okay. smiles, and he's like... My name is Marius, of the House of Steel. And he, like, bows deeply, and he goes, And your name, milady? Um, do I know that? You actually do know of the House of Steel. Uh, they are okay. known for the sale of weapons. They typically make things for the nobility. Um, they're well respected, although some of their family members are known to engage in less savory business. Uh, but all the- Would I have heard in the rumor mill that he had gone missing? Yes. Noble's gossip. So you actually, you had heard that his wife, who he had just married, it was a long betrothal process, it was supposed to unite two families, had left him shortly after the marriage, and that he had not taken it very well. Many had assumed that he'd died. Um, So Leon goes, oh... Marius of the House of Steel. She places her hand out, as she usually does, and says, I'm Lady Leon LaBelle. Um, I've actually heard all about your story. Everyone thinks you're dead. So you know. He takes her and hand. honestly, quietly. <laughs> he takes your hand and kisses it, but like it's clear that like you've made this a rather uncomfortable interaction. Yeah. <laughs> He like <laughs> he makes eye contact with you as he does so, and he goes, "Ah, Lady Labelle, you know, I think I've sold some things to your mother. More than likely have. She's very kind, and he he bows again. He he turns to uh, the rest of your party, and he's like, "And who are your companions if we are to be sailing together?" I'm Ari. For once, yeah, Leon doesn't introduce them. Um, she kind of looks around and says, Would you all like to introduce yourselves? Mm-hmm. Go. <clears throat> so, I just did. He, uh, he. <laughs> Ari, he extends a hand for you to shake. And he goes, I take it and I, 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 I shake it, like, awkwardly, but, like, yes, hello. Marius of the House of Steel, it is. A pleasure to make your acquaintance. He turns. Ariadne, follow his lead, and I'm like still shaking. I'm like Ariadne of the the forest, the fort, the place with trees. He nods and smiles and says, "Well, it's very rare for me to re- meet an elf, let alone a wood elf, but the pleasure is all mine." And he like nod, bows his head a little bit in respect. And shakes your hand one last time, and then turns to Gris, kneels down, and smiles at her. And you, beautiful lady, what is your name? Gris kind of like sticks her hand out for like a handshake, not like a nobility shake, but like a handshake. And it's like, Gris Littlefoot, also of the forest, sometimes of the air, sometimes of the earth, sometimes a songbird. Nice to meet you. 
he yeah. chuckles at that as if it's amusing and uh, takes her hand and gently kisses it as he did Leon. And he smiles and he says, it is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, my lady. Chris Perfect. is like, oh, pleasure's all mine, young man. <laughs> I too am sometimes a songbird, but he doesn't find it quite as amusing when he says it. <laughs> he then turns to Galen and smiling at him goes, you with the excellent taste in pants. <laughs> I'm Marius. Leon goes, actually, Steel. that's my taste in pants. He smiles at not. you, Leon, and he goes, well then, my lady, you have impeccable taste in finery. Galen sort of just, like, crosses his arms and, like, throws, like, a like a sup nod at him and goes, like, Galen Wayfair of the Brigade. He sort of makes a face and he's like, hmm, I'm familiar. It's quite nice to make your acquaintance, Galen Wayfair. I thought you'd say that. And he sort of, like, takes a step back from Galen and he's like, hmm, well... I suppose I can aid you in navigating to Hell's Portal, but I do have a request. I'd like to not get off the boat on another godforsaken island until we're back in Aquara. I'm happy to provide you with what assistance I can, but from a safe distance. Can I think that's a reasonable request? Wow. <laughs> can I can I I'm a little I'm a little afraid that he's gonna leave with the boat. Can I oh. check to see if he's can I roll can I roll insight? Yeah. Um I'd like to roll insight to see whether or not um he's being honest with us or not. Go for it. Can I do that too as like a backup? Yeah, go for it. I mean, couldn't we just chain him to the boat if we needed to, y'all? Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh that is eleven plus four fourteen. And I just want everyone 15. to know. 11, 26. 15, Leo. it was, oh yeah, 11 plus 4 is 15. Oh my god, my brain can't function. I want you all to know that my other role was a nat 20, and I'm depressed about it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so Galen got 26 as well? Yes. This man is telling the truth. He just, honest to god, does not want to be on another yeah. island. Uh, Leon, you actually, now that you think about it, his family has more than enough money and boats that he really... Any, what he really needs is to sail back to Aquara. He sort of uh, sees you all looking at him and sort of awkwardly scratches the back of his head and he goes, you know, I do have some sailing experience. If you need any help with the sails or what have you, I'd be happy to... Oh, finally, someone else who can see our ship. At the same time that Galen's saying that, Leon goes... Great, because I really didn't want to start having to do any work. So this really just makes. And I just, just turned to Galen and go, "You said I was good." You're doing fine, Ari, but I don't trust you alone at the helm yet. Gris kind of. You has already have. For like two minutes. <sighs> Gris kind of like turns to uh, Marius and is like, "We had a mage hand steering the boat at one point." So he lets out a hearty <laughs> chuckle and he goes, well, that's what you get for asking a lady to do something that she really shouldn't have to do. 
Gris just kind of rolls her head back and like lets out a guttural like, ugh. He seems to notice he's offended you and he laughs and he goes, I assure you that was no comment on (laughs) the fair gender, but rather on the nobility. And last Leon half half joking so and half class not joking. Not <laughs> half joking and half not joking says, You'd best watch yourself. I set a man's mustache on fire once before we killed him. I would hate for the same to happen to your hair. He laughs no. and he's like, It is quite nice. I I would miss it dearly. Um <laughs> can I just look between them all and just like look at between all of them and look at the island around us and just go Formalities aside, and all deplumed, um, I suggest we get going, considering we had other mysteries, like the missing islands and the navigating through the dead water that's not dead to deal with before we make any kind of decisions about continuing to live peacefully. <laughs> While Ari's Leo like, nods and says, yeah, sentence. we need to go. While Ari's in like the middle of their sentence, Galen's already like walking towards the ship, like, yep. Mm-hmm. Chris is kind of like, what do you mean missing islands? A long story. We'll cover it in the... Um, I'd like actually... I'd like for Leon to walk with Gris for once instead of leading the pack. Um, okay, so you all follow Galen assume... in the direction of a rowboat. However, the rowboat can only seat four. Guess we're leaving Marius behind. <laughs> he can swim. Um, Jesus Christ. Leon says... <laughs> Leon says, Galen, can you take Ari and Marius and then come back for Gris and I? How about we'll you four get here. in the boat and I'll just swim? Cool. No, I can Galen, probably Galen, wait here. No. Leon plops on the sand and pats it. <laughs> Gris to sit down. Gris sits down and like, kind of like lays back quickly and stretches out like a starfish for a second. And she's like, I've never really spent much time on beaches before. Y'all go ahead. And kind of um, runs, her, runs her hands through the sand and her toes a little bit too. We'll see in, you all in just a few minutes. In his like best mockingly nobility voice, he goes like, but my lady, I insist. Helen, you're coming back for me. Like, I just... I've made no just promises. Just take Marius and Ari. Marius, oh my god. Look between them and I go, I just, I'm sorry I didn't want the sand to disappear beneath your bottom. <laughs> all right, everybody in the boat. Marius, meanwhile, while you are all having this debate, has uh, sort of moved the rowboat out to an appropriate depth for everyone to get in and takes a seat behind the, oar- the oars and uh, looks expectantly at... Galen and Ari and says she said threatened to set my hair on fire I'd prefer if we just listen she to does her. that and then Galen just starts rowing yeah he has the oars Galen Galen, Galen took it from him on his lap no. Galen just took the oars from him Galen roll to take the oars from him oh my god Galen you salty man I'm just kidding you can't he's 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 rowing the boat Galen <laughs> Galen crosses his arms poutingly. Marius seems amused by this and rows you out to shore, leaving uh, away away from the shore towards the boat, leaving Gris and Leon on the shore. Um, Leon turns to Gris and says, "You mentioned you had a dream about Reese." Gris kind of sits up from her lounging after this and kind of pulls her knees to her chest and, and places her chin kind of on her knees before 
kind of side-eyeing Leon next to her and says, hmm, yeah. Have you had any more dreams? Um... Dreams isn't the word. She takes she takes her head off of her knees and like rotates like you know her head ninety degrees and says, "And the word is a consistent whisper in my head. It's happening right now. She exhales all the time. What does it say? Well, I mean, <laughs> when Cirrusea was alive." Uh, was telling me that I had to kill everyone on the island so that I could get back to Hell's Portal. It also did call me, um, his daughter. And it's saying that I need to go and meet my fate. Hmm. Uh, it's not a bad voice, Chris. It's, I trust it. You trust I know it. you don't want me to trust it. Is the voice similar to the voice of the person you were seeing in your dreams? Oh, it's the same voice. The exact same voice, Chris. It's my dad. Chris kind of just nods. And she's like, I just don't know if you can trust what's happening in dreams. But to that point... What was the dream about Reese about? Well... It's like I was in... I, I, I guess that's like it was in, you know, the, the dream realm, the circle of dreams. I don't know, but everything was a, 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 like a flame. It was, it was like, like, like honestly, like a, 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 like a hellscape. And I just could hear, make out his voice in the distance. And he sounded like he was in so much pain. Leon grabs Gris's hand and says, that's what my dream looked like. Except there was no pain voice was encouraging me to come closer there was no pain not in the voice but leon in my in my dream the world was like lit by fires and flames the earth was yes. cracked and rocky it smelled like smoke and sulfur and it just doesn't seem I, like we should go because i have never i have never breathed easier than i did in that dream he's you breathed easy in that dream all I could he feel did. was the panic in Reese's voice. He only called my name. I heard nothing more. And I heard, what is my father? Beckoning me. I, <sighs> is that, that means, it means we're going to the right place. I hope you're right. It has to be. I mean, it's it. It seems like if Hell's portals where we're supposed to go, that's kind of what the dream felt like—a world of fire and flame. I mean, Hellscape, Hell Portal. Leon kind of chuckles. She's like, "I feel like we're putting two and two together, and I feel like it's fairly obvious at this point. If we don't go, I worry something. Gr I need to. I need to meet my fate. Chris we need, just we need to go." nods and says well we're almost there and this is not the journey that i thought i would be making and not the way that i thought i would find help for my husband and i hope that we can get there in time meanwhile on the rowboat <laughs> marius is awkwardly rowing 
you all in, in the direction of the boat, clearly trying to think of conversation starters. Um, I'm hanging on to like the edges of both trying to just like keep myself steady because up until this point I have nearly drowned in a river and been thrown overboard into a sea that wants to kill me <laughs> so <clears throat> you uh don't see much of the ocean in the forest huh no not really I'm like just like I'm like I ask dumb questions, but... <laughs> Galen just thinks to himself, Really? You don't say. Uh, he sort of uh, what <laughs> nods and like looks over to Galen and goes, mm. So, um... You're a, a long way from Aquara. Yeah. And? Like a day away. It's... Just putting it out there. <laughs> when are you so shy for? Uh, oh my god. Oh my god, Caitlin. <laughs> oh my god. Not shy, just... Awkward. Off. Nervous. Is it because you're in the face of a celebrity? And Galen, like, throws his oh hair god. back and, like, smirks at him. He actually laughs at that, and he's like... Mr. Wavefair. <laughs> no. <laughs> he like no, he, he he laughs again as if he's genuinely amused by the implication that Galen could make him nervous, <laughs> and uh, sort of draws the rowboat closer to the boat. I yeah I I chuckle at that and I just go like and that's the correct reaction. Thank you, Ari. <laughs> Galen just rolls his eyes. You know, uh, Mr. Wavefair, I have some familiarity with the brigade myself. Uh, and I, this uh, House of Steel. Well, I was going to share a fun personal anecdote, but that felt aggressive. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> back when I lived on the, uh, yeah. the upper decks, there was this girl uh my oh, brother no. uh bought me this subscription to this this weird oh, letter no, no. are you familiar with any hellstorm upon hearing that i'm just like we know her <laughs> <laughs> galen sort of just like kicks his feet up and puts uh the palm of his hand on the hilt of his dagger and goes either you keep talking or you won't be able to I was just going to tell you <laughs> an interesting story about a birthday where I received a subscription to a strange letter writing service. I'm aware as of this. a gift, but you know, whatever. And he's sort of like, I, yeah. I lean in. I lean in closer to him, and of, like Galen's gonna hear it, but I'm just like, he doesn't do friends very well. It's not you. Marius looks almost relieved by this and sort of chortles awkwardly before uh, bringing bringing the rowboat aside to the ship. Um, he looks to Galen and he says, would you prefer that you took the boat back for the other? I can... Yes. 
I can ready the ship to to make heading then. Be careful with it. Ari. And then Galen like points to Ari and then like gestures to him. Watch him. Okay. Uh, oh, I thought you didn't. Li- I thought you didn't trust me alone on this boat yet. I trust you more than him. Okay. And then Galen sort of shoes them off. <laughs> the man, as as Galen rows away in the boat, turns to Ari and looks at them, and he says, "He's kind of a dick, isn't he?" Yeah. If you can believe it, he used to be more of one. <laughs> On the shore, you two can see Galen rowing the boat back towards you. Leo act- looks at Gris and goes, "How much? How much do you think he just alienated our friend? Oh, <laughs> unsurmountably, like <laughs> an absurd amount of alienation just happened." <laughs> Leon stands and starts to like starts to like brush the sand off of her um kind of her like travel leggings and like brushes her hands and goes, Oh my god, I'm gonna have to do like social recovery now because Galen doesn't know how to be nice. Oh jeez. Chris <laughs> kind of follows suit and stands up and like lightly pats uh Leon's arm and is like, ah, but you do that so well. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. He kind of like looks around the island, kind of taking it in for the first time because she really hasn't seen much of it. Let's be honest. And she's kind of like, "You think we should grab anything before we leave, or just leave it?" Goes honestly. The less memories I have of this place, the happier of an individual I will be. <laughs> and then Leon also looks around and goes, "You know what? There wasn't like a." everlasting life but I'm eternal your friends into birds and like she's like trying to mimic their voices we're just a casual cult this would be a nice island Chris nods and says it's not nice <laughs> but yeah the whole stealing your friends for eternal life and turning them into birds saying definitely is not the vibe not not what I was looking for. And the fact that I'm choosing a volcano over a really nice island, and like she looks at the sand, and is it like is it like white sand beaches? Like what's the beach what's the, the beach? Sand look like? is white and pure and the softest sand beneath your feet you've ever felt. Mm. Mm. It is the perfect amount of warmth, not too hot. If you bury your toes in, it's cooler too. Leon's like, this is the nicest beach I've ever been to, and Gris, this is gonna sound crude, I'm rich, I've been to a lot of nice beaches, this is the nicest one, the cult ruined it all for me, takes a lot to ruin something like this. Gris just chuckles and kind of like throws her head back and and kind of tugs at her brain for a second, and just says, well, maybe after this is all over we can come back, rid it of those crazy people, and you can buy it! She, try- she, does, she does this to kind of trying to cheer her friend up and remind oh. her. I was like, that's a great idea. <laughs> Who do you think owns the land right now? Honestly, nobody. <laughs> Kill oh all the crazies and it's yours. Interesting. Things to consider. How close mm. is Galen? Uh, Galen is now about 20 feet from shore. Gris kind of walks closer uh, to feel like the water lapping up against the sands and, and waits for him to come closer. Enjoying enjoying the water kind of on her, her bare feet and uh, 
using this opportunity to wash off any any dirt and grime from her legs. Uh, Galen, you are yeah, now just watching. within shouting distance of your friends who will probably need to wait out to you some degree to be able to get in the rowboat without you having to lug it to and from shore. We got places to be. Let's go. Gris, please don't Leon drown. Pulls. <laughs> Leon pulls her thigh-high boots off and kind of holds them with one hand and just starts like wading out to the boat and then steps into the boat. To that point, can Gris, the waters I'm sure, are good enough for Gris to get out without Gris, drowning. Uh, it's a little it's a little deep, but you make it out. Okay. <laughs> Galen has to sort of pull you into the rowboat. Gris kind doggy of paddle. doggy paddles her way home. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, don't make me turn into a duck, please. <laughs> <laughs> I would never make you do that, Gris. And she um, just kind of grunts like, uh-huh. <laughs> question for the DM. Answer for the player. Just for pure flair of the dramatic, are there any fish visible in the water? Or around? Oh my goodness. Galen? Yes? The only sea creature you can sense is large. And about okay. 40 feet the west of your boat where the water grows flat. Large. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to use a gust of wind to get us to the ship as fast as possible. <laughs> Alright, you get to the ship and the uh, the sails are, are unfurled. Uh, Marius is standing beside Ari and seems to be offering them a flask. Mm, quick friendship. Just taking it immediately. We're bonding. <laughs> Leon looks at him. He goes, Where did you even get that? He sort of. You were a bird. He jams a thumb. Ago. He jams a thumb, like, in a sort of towards the head of the ship and goes, Galley. Leon looks between Ari and Galen and is like, Are you leaving flasks around? Are you just leaving alcohol around? What is going on? <laughs> I don't I don't carry a flask, Leon. No, it's it just mean you didn't leave it. It is around. a big but ship I, that was taken. I, this, this one isn't mine, right? No, this is he no, legitimately one. Exactly. So I like to make a point, I'm like, of course I would never and I pull mine out and I'm like, <laughs> and like, like oh. I'm like, as if. So the compatriots of Galen just leave flasks around. Sounds like it. He's like whispering, like, really fun. <clears throat> Galen like whispers to himself, well, at least they know how to have fun. Kind of just walks away. Um, what do we say to a drunken kind of sailor? What do we say to a drunken sailor? <laughs> um, Leon kind of puts both of her hands together and says, okay, we have some issues to address. Perhaps you should roll a perception check to see what those issues are. Yes, please. <laughs> well, I was we just going based on what the old ones were, but I no, will roll perception. You're going to want to roll perception. Everybody's going to want to roll perception. Okay, yeah. yeah. We're good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that was two really good rolls. 17 plus 1, 18. Nice. 12 plus 5, 17. 19 plus 4, 23. Man, the dice are on my side today. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, 
Twenty-one. Up for the All right, so we're gonna start with Galen. Galen, you uh, take a look around. You see that Marius has done a pretty good job of preparing the boat for sailing. Is you know dickish as you were to him. You, Much to my dismay. <laughs> you then stand. You take you take your place at the helm and uh, look ahead and realize the islands that you know to be there are in fact now visible. Where there were no islands yesterday, they are now clear as day. There is still the trouble of the flat expanse of water. However, it seems to be 300 feet wide by 300 feet long. A large empty square. You could sail around it if you managed to correctly finagle your boat. However, it would take a great deal of skill. Uh, Ari, you yep. uh sort of take a sip of Marius's flask that he seems to have dug up out of nowhere and look around you. Um, you can see on the beach uh, a few women emerging from the trees and get a sense of urgency. Um, however, you all do notice that the islands are now visible. Okay. So Leon, with her hands clasped together, says, there are islands now that weren't there before. I'm... Okay. Remember how I said that I could sense life? Yes. It's still there in the dead space. And Leon looks to Galen and says, I think we should try to avoid that as best as possible. And now that the islands are back, I feel like between you and Marius, it should be yeah. able to be done. What do you and think? And I pipe, I pipe up and I like point with a thumb over my shoulder and I'm just like, also them... If they're anything like our last hosts, I'd like to get to get going. So the, the islands weren't there. You mean there was like a fog? Well, they, it no. must have been a spell that Surasaya. Oh, then they don't like. There. there has to be something that Surasaya had to stop us from seeing the islands that Galen knew were there but couldn't see them and she's dead now and the islands well, are there on... so I'm kind of putting two and two together I'm like and they're on the map so yes. this is not like a nature check or a, or a magic check situation just a let's go for the islands okay well Galen Arius do you think you can avoid that dead space Marius sort of uh, puts his hands on his hips and like looks a little bit smugly towards Galen. He's like, I don't know. What do you think, Captain? Mm. Any maneuvers you're about to attempt, let me grab onto something this time? <laughs> Alright, I already used that to get us here. You'll be okay. Um, yeah, we can do that. Okay. Marius, I need you on the sails. Uh, Marius nods and sort of uh, moves in the direction of, of the sails. Okay. And off we go. Alright. Uh, Galen. Yes. Oh, Galen. I'm going to need you to do a roll here, but first I need to open up your character sheet. Roll four. <laughs> Well, oh. that's what I need your character sheet for. We're gonna have oh. you roll. When the DM leans off screen and you get nervous. 
Yes. We are Grace. going to have you roll a. Yo, so like while we're chilling, could I maybe just like I don't know, uh, throw some casual heals at my friends? Like, hey. Yes, you can. You can heal hey. Leon back to full health. Nice. Um. So I'm gonna do a third level cure wounds on my pal Leon, who I do believe needs that shit. Leon, you get eight. Yeah, I was at twenty. Yeah. So there's eight for you. What you at? Did now? you say to full health, Jenny? You can heal Leon to full health. Oh, there you go. So then I'll also do... Do I have to use all of my spell slots then? Or just use spell slots anyways? You can just use one. Um, the other two do not need cool. to be healed because they have recovered their HP now that they're in full spell. Yes, in perfection. Everyone's Gucci. Galen, I'm going to need you to roll a wisdom check with advantage, please. Okay. Seven plus one, eight. No. Oh. Oh no. Having not trusted Galen, um, uh, I just want to like find something to hang on to. I'm like, Galen, you are about to owe this man your literal life. You uh, you try to steer the boat away from this flat patch of water, but it begins to sail directly towards it. Um, Leon is yelling. Leon is screaming. Galen, what are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, Marius uh, grabs hold of a rope and sort of swings the, sw- the sails in the opposite direction of, of where Galen is turning. Um, they catch the breeze and the, the boat shifts very quickly to the left. Then, his hand still on the rope, he, uh, he moves towards Galen and grabs the steering wheel. Uh, twisting it in the other direction and uh, the boat sort of slides towards the left uh, narrowly missing this this flat patch of water he doesn't say anything to you Galen he just merely uh, returns control of, of the helm to you and uh, returns to, to the sails Leon is looking at that man like that is the hottest thing she's ever seen <laughs> in her life she's like oh I mean, the DM did say he was pretty, pretty sexy. He's handsome. He's a handsome man. Leon can respect the drip when she sees it, <laughs> and so she's like, "Oh, I just." <laughs> and she calls up and goes, "Great work, Marius. Thank you, my lady." And I have like having like white knuckle grip on whatever it is that I was holding on to, like on on like the the, the deck or whatever. Um, just like glare at Galen, and I go, "You said you wouldn't." Marius at this pipes up, and he goes, "Well, in his defense, I made the same mistake when I sailed here." Galen just rolls his eyes. And then he looks down at Leon and just quips back, well, we know your luck with strangers, so keep it down, please. Chris kind of like (laughs) turns her head towards Galen and like, sir, what? (laughs) We just kind of, was that necessary? (laughs) I can still go, 
statistically, I mean, originally we were all strangers, so I think statistically she's still doing quite good. Leon holds her hand to Ari and goes, Thank you. <laughs> I agree. I'm like, in my head, I, I'm like, I didn't know I was helping. Um, I just said a fact. <laughs> Galen just says under his breath, um, well, I'm definitely not untying you the next time. Chris just lets out a heavy Leon sigh. Says, did Leon hear that? Galen, no. did you want Leon to hear that? No. Okay, Leon, okay. you cannot hear over the sound of, of the sails flapping. Have we successfully navigated the You are currently skirting the edge of, of the, the still water. Galen is, is back at the helm and Marius uh, seems incredibly occupied by the sails. Um, I kind Whichever. of want to just like I'm not going to peer over the edge but I'd like to kind of get a little bit closer so that I can just see into the water. So maybe I'll walk up the stairs and kind of stand near Galen so that I can have a higher vantage point so I can see into that dead water. Complete opposite. Whatever side we're skirting the 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 this thing by, I'm going to the opposite side. <laughs> All right, Leon, uh you look down to the surface of the water and you think you can see a sort of tentacle nearly the width of your body move beneath the surface. <laughs> Leon, seeing that, a chill runs down her spine and she looks at Galen and is like, please keep us away from that water. Okay. Gris kind of walks up the stairs to kind of check out whatever Leon is looking at. And she's, she kind of is like, I can't see over. What'd you see? Gris? I actually think you'd be a happier, more well-rounded person and far less anxious if you didn't know. <laughs> I actually regret looking. So we're just gonna not, okay? We're just gonna, it was not good. Bad news, bad time. We're skirting around it. It's not happening. It's fine. We're on our way to Hell's Portal. Okay, but what if it does happen and we need to be prepared? I would like to know, just in case we need nope. to be prepared. Don't make me go into that water yes. as a fish. He's a tentacle the size of me. You don't want to go in that water. <laughs> nope, we're not going in that water. And I just, I just look between them both and I'm like, it took you two minutes of conversation to come to the conclusion that I came to five minutes ago. And I say for, and I like point at my like side of the ship. Marius is like, I can't Mar see over the edge. <laughs> Marius I didn't have to. Sort of pulls on the ropes and looks back to you all and he goes, oh, yeah, big angry bastard. He ate my ship. Oh no. Oh God. Um. And on that note, I would like Leon to walk to... So, okay, so I'm assuming structure of the boat. Uh, boat, let's say the boat's heading this direction. Mm -hmm. Galen is at the back, this is the front. Yes. Okay. I would like Leon to walk towards the front um, in the direction that they're heading. Just wistfully. She's got things going on in her head. 
Um, and she just kind of wants to look forward out of like anticipation almost. Okay. All right. You you do so unimpeded. Okay. Great. Uh that's just where I want me on the vibe. <laughs> so you all sort of relax into the journey. You Galen does manage to skirt this large flat part of water without any more dramatics. Um the whole party sort of falls quiet. It's actually hard to talk as the wind seems to have picked up, rather whether as a result of someone on the boat being in a mood and having wind controlling powers, or the weather itself is is unclear. However, the flapping of the sails is is too loud to really hear each other without shouting, and so you sort of all settle for quiet contemplation. Gris, you uh, you begin to rearrange your herbs, taking careful inventory of your belongings. Um, the fairy fern, which you find to be just as fresh as it was the day you received it, glows with a faint blue light as you sort of set it to the side. Ari, several paces away, uh, settles onto the deck with a piece of parchment and a quill, carefully writing a letter, occasionally removing their attention from the parchment to look down with distaste at at the feather quill, seeming to have more have had more than enough of feathers for their lifetime. Mm. Galen, at the helm, keeps one hand on the boat's wheel, an oddly contemplative and thoughtful expression replacing his annoyance on his face. Marius uh, tends the sails and then retreats to the galley, um, potentially to look for more flasks or more likely for food. Leon, still withdrawn from the party, leans against the ship's railing, her eyes trained on the horizon as the sun sets. The shape of an island, a single conical mountain rising from its center, punctures the flat expanse of sea ahead of you. And a voice so overpowering it causes Leon to fall to her knees, clutching her ears, speaks in your head. Welcome home, my child. It is time to embrace your destiny.